This is the 10-Minute Contrarian Podcast. This is VP. We are a solutions-based podcast, diving into the world of contrarian investing and alternative finance. You can find us hosted on the No Nonsense Forex YouTube channel, nononsenseforex.com, and podcast players everywhere. Episode 68 is brought to us by Blueberry Markets, traders. So you know how the United States dollar is doing nothing but going up and up and up? Um, while everything else is going down. Well, you can take advantage of that in many ways. You don't just have to do it passively by stacking dollars. You can do it actively by trading Forex. We've been doing it. And if you're going to pick a platform, you might as well pick the one with the best customer service in the world. I mean, don't just ask me. Ask Trustpilot. Ask Forex Peace Army. Ask Google. They all say the same thing. Show me any other broker of any type of size that can pull those numbers off. You're not going to. So what I want you to do is go down to the show notes and click the link to the blog. The blog is going to give you all the stats you have to know at the very bottom of that blog. Click the link. That is my affiliate link, and that will give you twice the sign-up bonus you were getting before, and you will also get your own personal customer service representative should anything go wrong. That is the level of dedication Blueberry Markets has to you and your overall success. This offer is only available outside of the United States, but if you are inside of the United States, my fellow Americans, I got you too. Click your link in the description. It is the 10 Minute Contrarian Podcast, and we've had quite a week, so I think it would be appropriate to start out with a market update. Uh, so let's go ahead and begin with stocks, because that's been the most noteworthy, I think, so far. Uh, stocks were down uh, quite a bit. The S&P was down 4.65%, and most of that came in the last two days after the interest rate decision. Again, as always, all of your so-called experts on financial media and financial Twitter we're saying that if it's only a 75 basis point hike, that we would be fine. It's already priced in. Expect the market to go up. What we don't want is a 100 basis point rise. Well, good news, everybody. You got your 75, and then everything immediately cratered. I still don't see how most of these people have jobs. It's like they're paid to be wrong. You know, if I were to put my conspiracy theory hat on, maybe they are paid to be wrong. Who knows? It would make sense. Uh, but if anybody out there is holding stocks and you actually are expecting them to go up anytime soon, I'm not sure what you're doing. You know, you're either really playing the long game, which is totally fine, that's what we do here, or you bailed out a long time ago. Turning over to crypto, Bitcoin was down 4%, did not fare much better, but ETH was down 11%. Uh, kind of the buy the rumor, sell the news on the merge. Again, you had a lot of Ethereum people out there that were beating the drum saying, you know, get your Ethereum before the merge. Uh, these people just don't understand how under macro conditions like we have right now, and with the dollar doing nothing but going up, it doesn't matter if Ethereum discovered a cure for cancer. It's still going down. Now, I say that, but the one outlier of the week was XRP, which is up over 50% in the last seven days. My God. Uh, I mean, there's been really good developments in the case, uh, one in particular, but I don't think it's enough to pump the damn thing 50%. So I don't really take it for face value. Now, I'm pretty sure that's going to go lower as well and give me and everybody else who wants in a chance to scoop it up on the cheap. Uh, I already have a little bit, but as you guys know, I want a lot more. You know, there's crazy upside to that thing if we can get out of this court case unscathed. Now over to metals, gold and silver only down about 1%, but all of their stocks just got smashed. You know, this past week, I actually heard two people that I really respect early in the week, and these aren't silver heads, you know, they're deep into the silver industry. Those guys are always wrong. These were actually smart swing traders and smart macro guys saying, hey, keep a real eye out for silver this week. You know, they were super bullish on what it might do. 
and it has not done anything yet, especially the stocks, but just wanted to put that in your ear for later. Now, if everything's going down, something's got to go up, right? What's up, Doc? Can we rock? Well, it's the United States dollar, like we just said, you know, like I've been saying for the past four or five months. And probably the least surprising thing I've seen all week is when I checked my Forex charts and I saw the euro dollar under 97 cents. Uh, if you saw on Twitter and Discord, I was getting on people's cases when they said we we're going to bounce off a of parity. I'm like, no, we are not. Uh, that would require a bull case for the euro, and you don't have one. And the dollar index is now hovering right around 113. I can remember not even a year ago somebody saying, well, a dollar index of 110 is just really, really bad for the world. But a dollar index at 120 would be Armageddon. Uh, now, what we don't do here is predict future price, but does Anybody here think we're not going to get to 120 on the dollar index? Every single time somebody out there says this thing is about to turn, it never happens. But the macro people are right. A really high USD is not good for anybody. Now, that includes the United States. But if you are one of those people, and I know I have a number of you who listen to this podcast, who believe that this whole thing is nothing but a controlled demolition of the world economy, well, then the way you do that is by jacking the USD as high as you possibly can. Because mid to long term, there is nothing immune to a rising USD. That's how inversely correlated we are right now. Now, if there's anybody out there who has grown tired of me beating my chest over how right I have been about the United States dollar and the futility of everything else, well, you better unsubscribe to this podcast right now because things like this are just far too important. Now, I'm not a financial advisor. Do not do anything I say. But when I do give advice on this podcast, it's not super popular. It's not super exciting to say, hey, just stack USD and don't buy anything. I'm going to mention some things that I'm looking at, but just put it on your radar. And when my chart tells me to buy, I do buy a little bit, but I really hate myself when I do it. Uh, because I could always be wrong, and investing for you, the possibility of you being wrong is a very important thing to do. If come Monday morning, the entire market would take off to the upside permanently, you, know, you do not want to be left empty-handed, simply because you're being cheap and greedy and you want the lowest price possible. Uh, but make no mistake, we are certainly in a bear market, we are certainly in a recession, and we are heading towards a global depression. Now, for humanity's sake, I hope we don't get there, but I'm not super optimistic about that. How many of you guys read the blog this past Thursday? It's really important that you do that because a lot of times the podcast ties in to the blog I wrote two days prior. This past one was about what I would do if I was a Bitcoin whale. And the main theme of the blog was, look, the, re the reason why I've been able to predict things with pretty good accuracy ever since the genesis of this podcast is because I do something that most people don't do. And it's pretty simple if you wanted to. You just put yourself in the shoes of the evil empire, the people who control everything. You know, the big banks that manipulate the markets, you know, whatever other entity out there you think controls everything. If the financial conspiracy theorists are correct, and so far, damn it, they have been. And this is a controlled demolition. And the main objective is to shake out as many people as humanly possible so the rich people who already knew what was going to happen in the first place so they could just sit back and wait can come in after things have bottomed out and slowly start to buy. You don't want to do it quick because that's too obvious, but start doing it really slowly at super, super cheap prices because now this gives you more 
of whatever asset it was you're trying to accumulate. In the case of the blog, it was Bitcoin. And if you can at least partially control what might be the future of money, oh boy. So really, this is pretty much just you taking from everybody else. So you can have the most of it, and you and or anyone you were associated with can have much, much greater control over the market. If you remember last week's episode, I even said, you know, after you've made all the money and the money game's boring, where do you go next? You, know, you go to power. You go to control. Now, you're sitting there thinking, well, I would never do that. And you probably wouldn't. And, you know, as somebody who was broke for a long time and is now financially free, I will say, you know, I do look at money and everything differently than I did before. And I've not crossed over to the dark side or anything like that, nor do I plan to. But there are people out there who have accumulated copious amounts of wealth, who will sit back and think, well, the reason I have all this money and most people don't is simply because I am smarter than them and I am entitled to this. That's how it works. Super smart people like me make all the money. You know, the few selected people who are just like me also get to have all the money. And if we are so super special and so super smart, you know, why should we not be the ones who control literally everything? For the good of humanity, of course. You know, some people do have these thoughts, and then they get together with other people who also have these thoughts. And over time and over generations, this becomes their desire. Now, do I know for sure that's what's going on? No, but it is absolutely plausible. Is it not? And if this is what they're doing, believe you me, they need to take price a lot lower than where it is right now. In stock markets and in crypto. They need to shake as many people out as possible, causing what a lot of people are calling maximum pain. And I personally think markets have a much further way to go. Now, there's a really good tweet today. If you guys go to my Twitter profile, you can actually click on uh, likes and retweets, I think. It's a little tab on my profile, and you can see what I've hearted. And that is a really good education. I mean, sometimes I heart things because I think they're funny, uh, but it's mostly financial stuff. And what Marin Katusa had done was shown how we are pretty much heading down the exact same path we did in 2008 from a pure number standpoint, but we're only about halfway there. And then I actually hearted his comment that he had on his own tweet saying, and we've been doing all this while the VIX is below 30. Now, the, the VIX is the, pretty much the fear and greed index of the stock market. And his point was this whole thing has been happening so slowly by comparison to crashes past, that people aren't even really freaking out yet. And it kind of makes sense, right? I mean, these people, whether it's been on purpose or not, have been conditioned to understand that every time there is a drop in the market, it's nothing more than a dip. And you need to either buy the dip or just simply hold on and everything is going to be fine. So this is why you have not seen the sell-off in stocks as you have uh, in other markets, especially crypto where most people are broke and they're super emotional and they will sell as soon as possible. You know, you have a lot of mature investors in this space. You have a lot of funds in this space that never like to sell. These funds have been through recessions, you know, sometimes two, sometimes even three or four. And they know if they just hold on and they sweet talk their clients long enough that things will eventually go back up again. You know, so that's a lot of pretty strong hands that are still in this market. So in order for you to really accomplish your goal at the end of the day, you're going to have to get rid of those people. How do you get rid of those people? How far down do you have to take price before even they start to bail out? 
certainly further than where we are now. And in the blog post, I talked about crypto the same way. I'm like, yeah, you know, you have a lot of people who really believe in crypto. The market's pretty far down, but too many people still believe. And then worse than that, something we didn't have a long time ago, a lot of people on social media still believe, which means their followers still believe as well. And, you know, even though things have fallen about 70, 80%, that's still just too many goddamn believers. How on earth do we get those people out? At what price do we have to take things in order to get them out as well? Remember, we need absolute chaos. We need blood in the streets. And the only way to do that is to bleed these people out too. So when it comes to what price and what levels that these people are going to have to take things in order to really shake the last of the last out, price is one of the factors, but it's not the only factor. Do you guys know the other factor? The other factor is time. Episode 56 of the 10-Minute Contrarian Podcast, How Long Can You Wait? Now, again, I could be wrong about all of this, and nobody ever gets things exactly right. You know, things are going to play out probably different than the way I'm describing, but the question is how different? You know, a lot or just a little bit? But when prices get really, really low, you know, you still have people that think things are going to rebound. And when they think things are going to rebound, they usually think they're going to happen soon. Rarely do you hear somebody say, yeah, I think price is finally done going down, yet it's probably not going to go back up for another year or two or three. But when it all comes down to it, if you really want to get all these people out or as many of them out of the way as possible, remember, Rich people know how to play the long game. Then not only do you take all of their money away from them, but you also starve them out. If you can find a way to take price to criminally low levels, you're going to depress a lot of people. But a lot of those people still have a little bit of optimism, and they're going to say, hey, maybe it's a good time to buy because now it's only a matter of time before things finally go up. There's still a bit of optimism there. But then what do those same people say 18 months later when nothing has happened yet? When things are just bouncing around in a small range because the whole world's afraid to invest in anything. You know, when energy prices are so high and food prices are so high that nobody has any money to put into crypto. If I was the evil mastermind of the world, that's how I'd do it. I'm already rich. I got all sorts of time. Most of y'all don't. I'm going to take price to absurdly low levels, and then I'm going to leave it there. And just watch as one by one the last of the believers fall. And I know this all sounds so macabre, but contrarians, play this game with me. You know, now you're the evil mastermind. And the objective of the game is to end up with the largest slice of pie as you can possibly obtain. And this game really has no time limit. What would you do? Do you have something that can beat my strategy? Because I think my strategy is pretty good. I think it would certainly work. And in many ways, this actually looks like what's going on right now. I mean, tell me it's not plausible. You know, I know so far this is a bummer of an episode, but I just, I want people to not be so surprised when they see Jerome Powell say something ridiculous for the 15th time. I want people to not be surprised when nuclear reactors are getting shut down all over the world. You know, it's not going to make you feel any better, I get that, but if you can see things through this particular lens at least, you know, at least it's going to make sense. And also at the very least, we can at least try to set ourselves up to prosper. 
when these people finally decide we've suffered long enough. Now, we are a solutions-based podcast, so what do we do? Well, I've been telling you what to do, and that is Stack USD. If you can come up with a really convincing bull case for the stock market or the crypto market or the things that are in the USDX, the DXY, so the euro or the yen in particular, if you can come up with really great bull cases for those two currencies and those two places in the world, well, then by golly, maybe we have hit bottom. But I just don't think you can do that. I mean, maybe you could come up with something, but is it really strong enough to override all the bearish cases right now? Now, you might say, well, everybody's bearish, so we should go bullish. Well, in economies, there does come a time where everybody's bearish, but it just no longer matters because everybody sells off. Now, I would expect this move down to be more like a lightning bolt, like not like a real lightning bolt, but like a, like a Gatorade lightning bolt, like a lightning bolt a kid would draw, uh, because we all know price moves in waves, short-term and long-term. But solution-wise, if you just keep stacking USD, you know, by default, you're doing okay because everything else is going down. It's what I always say about gold. Now, when it comes to gold and silver, I just don't know. I still love them. I still own mining stocks. You know, I'm grateful that some of them hit their first take profit point and I moved stop loss to break even and now I'm out of them. Um, but I'm still down bad on the ones that didn't hit that take profit point. And I do plan on dollar cost averaging when it's time, but certainly not now because I just don't know. I mean, it's so weird. Everything Peter Schiff said was going to happen in the economy happened, except for one thing, and that was the price of gold going up as a result of all this stuff. That guy gets no credit for the stuff he gets right, because it's all about number go up, and it just hasn't done that for gold. Uh, but I still love gold as defense, and I think aside from USD, if you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket, which you should never do, then gold's a really good option there too. And then I would also say if you're looking for a stock... You know, at some point, and it's already happening, but at some point, we're going to absolutely start running out of energy. And you're like, well, VP, oil prices are down. You know why they're down, right? You know, we have elections coming up in the United States. They always go down around this time. And by golly, it's working. Since oil has started to go down, Biden's approval numbers have gone up. Yes, this is how simple-minded people are. This is how caveman-brained people are. It's like, oh, gas prices are down, so I like Joe Biden again. You know, it sounds really stupid, but this is how people think if you believe the numbers. So that's why they do it. Now, if they knew the reason why oil prices were going down, they would crap themselves. But that's what's happening, and that's where we are. We can't change that, but we do know historically that oil has gone back to where it was supposed to go to price-wise after elections are over. And we're only a couple months away from that. Actually, we're less than that. We're about six weeks away from that. You know, so if you're looking to get into oil at a cheap price, well, you could you could certainly do worse. And I still think uranium is a great play mid to long term. I mean, you guys have been paying attention, right? You see all these reactors going back online. You see all of these reactors being built, especially in China and the UAE. Now, I've heard some people this past week actually say, oh, we have plenty of uranium. Don't believe the hype. Uh, no, I do believe the hype because I've also listened to plenty of really smart people that say we do not have enough. And let's just say we did. You know where most of that is going to go? You know, it's most of it comes from Kazakhstan, as many of us already know. And they used to be really tight with Russia. Now they're more tight with China when it comes to energy policy and where their goods go. But either way, it's probably not going to go to both places equally. And both of those two countries need a lot of it which means likely none of that Kazakhstan uranium is going to go anywhere else but those two countries. 
So unless you have uranium underground, which places like the UAE don't, and France doesn't, and Japan doesn't, and almost all of South America doesn't, like where are you going to get it from? You know, globalization's over. Cheap prices are over. It's done. Uranium is going to go at a premium. And I want to be around when it does. So I will continue to grow my watch list when it comes to crypto and when it comes to stocks, but the things I'm the most interested in going forward is cash, and particularly United States dollar, physical gold, and larger name energy stocks. Now again, I have no genuine idea where and when things are going to go where they go. Nobody ever times things right. Nobody ever gets things completely right. But because I like to play that little game where I put myself in the opponent's shoes, you know, I have come up with what I think would probably be the worst case scenario when it comes to price and time. And I really want to be ready for that. And I want you all to be ready for that just in case. Because most people won't be. The writing on the wall is there, and they still can't read it. And if things do play out this way, and you scoop up everything on the cheap, and as a result you become super rich and powerful, please use your powers for the forces of good. Even though at the time the entire world called you crazy. When you knew that we weren't crazy. That we were just early. <laughs>